Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seed's website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where wherever they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. I'm Kristen Smith, along with Joe Welke. There, now I can hear in my microphone. Something's going on over here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe it's not the best aura or something. That could be. It was kind of cool this morning. Oh my gosh, is it chilly outside? If you're waking up, Grab a sweatshirt because it is cool out there. I saw when I left Nilsel, it said 36. Well, I, I woke up my phone this morning and it was 37. That helps me determine what I put on. Although I it was really nice. My windows were open. Oh, I bet you were out like a baby. So I was sleeping, well, better than a baby, actually. <laughs> Say wake up once in a while. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to think. Last week, Monday, you were in shorts and a t-shirt. I was in a t-shirt and capris. And today we're like in sweaters and sweatshirts. <laughs> Definitely got the long sleeve out again. Oh, we did. But you know what? The benefit of this whole weekend was the rain we got. Absolutely. Oh, that was much needed. I think that almost covered the entire listing area. Well, we were, I was up in Menominee with my daughter going to a greenhouse and uh, we drove through it and I'm like, oh man, I hope we can bring this back, bring uh-huh. this back. We got back home. It wasn't there yet, but it did come. So we got some pretty good rain at our house. Yeah. Do you hear any totals? I did not hear any totals. I need a rain gauge. Well, I have one, but it's still in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'll get the lecture from Bob tomorrow. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> Well, we are a few minutes before the 5 o'clock hour to kick off your Monday morning. If you're just waking up, it is a little chilly out there. But you know how it is out in the country. It's cooler than in town because right here in Eau Claire, we're at 43. Keeping it rural 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we are 12 days into June Dairy Month. That means you have a few weeks yet to enjoy some dairy breakfast. And Mr. Bob was out and about this weekend. And Jill, I never asked, did you get to any dairy breakfast this weekend? I did. I went to three. Ooh. I went to Spencer on Friday. Okay. And then I went down to Trempolo County breakfast down in the... The hills and the valleys mm-hmm. down by Dodge, and then I was in Nielsville yesterday. Oh, and how was breakfast? Oh, you know, it's hard to rate pancakes against each other, but I think each one is definitely good. They do stick around with me for a while, so I don't usually need to eat anything else during the day. Mm-hmm. But there are, but actually, more than the breakfast, it's uh, seeing all the people mingling again and enjoying each other's company and that's what's great it is great unfortunately i could not make it to the breakfast this weekend we had some other stuff come up but overall beautiful weekend lots of dairy breakfast still enjoy so get out there enjoy those breakfasts bring the kids bring grandma bring grandpa bring your cousins bring your uncles because it's june dairy month So some good stuff there. And speaking of June Dairy Month, we're going to go back to that for a moment. We've got to say thank you to our sponsors. Now, we've got a lot of them. Egg Country Farm Credit Services, Marika Gouda and House of Gouda supporting June Dairy Month. Wisconsin Farmers Union, Security Financial Bank, Tractor Central, Alliance Bank, Bluff Country Feed and Seed, Arcadia Farm and Home, Stockman's Farm Supply, and Colby Chrysler. But it is that time of the morning to check in with some national news at 501 on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Over 40 million Americans are on alert for severe weather early this week. Citizens from Denver down to Dallas and as far east as Charlotte may experience hail, winds up to 70 miles per hour, and possible tornadoes. Some parts of the country, including Alabama and Georgia, have already been pummeled by a line of intense storms pushing to the southeast. On Monday, the bad weather may move from central Texas towards the Florida panhandle. Senator Lindsey Graham is defending former President Trump against federal charges under the Espionage Act. Espionage charges are absolutely ridiculous. Appearing on ABC's This Week, the South Carolina Republican insisted Trump is not a spy and never shared top-secret material with the media. Graham said that most Republicans believe a different set of rules is being used against Trump. Former President Trump planning to travel to Florida on Monday ahead of Tuesday's scheduled arraignment. That's according to multiple reports which note that Trump will spend the night at the Trump National Doral Miami Golf Resort. Late last week, the Justice Department unsealed a 37-count indictment against the former president, alleging he mishandled classified documents after leaving office. A portion of Interstate 95 in Philadelphia will remain closed after a tanker truck fire caused a collapse on Sunday morning. Trey Thomas reports. Crews have since put out the flames, which started under the overpass, but quickly spread to the lanes above. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. At least one vehicle is still trapped underneath. Preliminary reports indicate that a commercial truck carrying a petroleum-based product was the source of the fire. There are no reports of any injuries. I'm Trey Thomas. And Spider-Man's stay at the top didn't last very long. Transformers Rise of the Beasts opened with $16.5 million to edge out Spidey in this week's box office battle. Rounding out the top five, The Little Mermaid, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and The Boogeyman. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, before we get into our weather and news and markets, actually we're going to hit base on news right now. Jill, why don't you kick us off this morning? What's going on? 
Well, we were just talking about going out to those dairy breakfasts, but there's so much more happening this summer. County fairs, apple picking. Well, apple picking is in the fall, but you know, you've got your strawberry picking and your raspberry uh-huh, picking. Yeah. Oh. And blueberries. Oh, and those farmers markets, you name it. Wisconsinites enjoy it. And the latest, latest tourism data shows people from out of state like it just as much. Wisconsin's tourism industry saw a record-breaking year in 2022. According to the latest economic impact data, the tourism industry generated $23.7 billion in total economic impact, surpassing the previous record of $22.2 billion set in 2019. All 72 counties experienced an increase in total tourism economic impact. Tourism supported 174,600 part-time and full-time jobs across various sectors of the industry and generated $1.5 billion in state and local revenue. Isn't that crazy? That is amazing. I think Farm Technology Days, that's a big one that pulls people in from all over. That's a big one. You've got Country Fest, Country Jam, you know, all the festivals, plus the fairs. There's just so much going on in the state. And when I visited with the fair, fair uh, Wisconsin fair coordinator, she said there is 72 or 74 fairs that happen in the state. So they, you know, and it's so great to see people get out and enjoy them. Yes. So And become active. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jill. We've got more news coming up. We're going to be talking about ginseng after a little bit. But right now, we've got to get ready for your weather update. That's coming in next. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we mentioned earlier that over the weekend, we saw some rain. We haven't heard any rainfall reports, but we'll be checking in with our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandry, to find out a little bit more. But let's go over what you're going to see today if you're just getting up and moving around. Today is going to be a mix of clouds with a slight chance of rain, looking at a high of 74 degrees. Tonight's going to be cloudy and 52, so warmer than it is right now. Tomorrow we're looking at a cloudy day, but it is going to warm up to 79. I bet some sun will peek through. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and 53. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 86, which means there's going to be a chance of thunderstorms. So keep an eye on that for Wednesday. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a low of 58. Temperatures in the area right now, we've got Medford at 38 degrees, La Crosse is nice and toasty at 48, Marshfield 39, Green Bay 44, Rice Lake is at 42 degrees, Wausau's at 39, Madison's at 43, Milwaukee at 47, and right here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area, we are at 43 degrees. But we'll have that Skywarn 13 update coming in after a little bit. But right now we got to move on. We've got our morning markets. Those will be coming in next, and they'll be brought to you by the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over thirty-five years. Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, Jill, it's that time of the morning to kick off with our morning markets again. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And let's not keep these in the cabinet with your rain gauge. So you've got to tell us what's going on out there. <laughs> I will. Our cash livestock and our choice fed beef steers are 177 to 194 with mixed at 115 to 176. Choice fed beef heifers are 178 to 194 with mixed at 114 to 176. Choice fed Holstein steers are 150 to 164 with select and silage fed steers 
106 to 149. Cows are 85 to 109 with a top of 133. And bulls are 95 to 126. Butcher hogs are 40 to 92 with sows at 22 to 24. Boars are 12 to 19. New crop market lambs are 130 to 166. Old crop market lambs are 125 to 160. Feeder lambs are 75 to 185 with ewes at 35 to 155. Small goats are 15 to 160. Medium goats are 35 to 300. Large goats are 50 to 490. And nanny goats are 10 to 270. Thank you, Jill. And we're going to switch over to the Mercantile Exchange. We've got live cattle for June at 178.22, down 55 cents. August is at 171.85, down 40. October's at 174.80, up a dime. Feeder cattle for August is at 239, that was up 35 cents. September's at 241.70, up 22. October's at 243.50, up a nickel. Lean hogs for June is at 87.87, up 20 cents. July, big jump, 89.62, that was up 242. August was at eighty three ninety five, up a dollar fifty two. On the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your December corn was up nine cents on the overnight to five forty. December oats slipped a nickel to three fifty nine. November beans up a nickel at twelve ten. December soybean meal was up two dollars and ninety cents to three sixty nine fifty a ton. December wheat down a penny at six fifty six. Switching to the dairy side, barrel cheese was unchanged on Friday to a dollar fifty seven. Your blocks went down a nickel to a dollar forty-two and a quarter, and your double A grade butter was down three quarters of a cent to two thirty-six and a quarter. Class three futures for June were fifteen eleven down four cents. July was down a dime at fifteen ninety-seven. August down sixteen cents to sixteen ninety-two. September was unchanged at seventeen seventy-nine. October turned it around though, up a nickel at eighteen thirty, and then the markets were mixed into twenty twenty-four. And again, that's a look at your morning markets. Again, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. 17 minutes after 5 o'clock on this Monday morning. And we're going to check in with a little bit of farm news for you. Wisconsin's ginseng growers are working to expand export markets as they face trade barriers from their largest ginseng buyers. Wisconsin is number one in the United States in the production of ginseng accounting for up to 95% of all the ginseng produced in the country, according to DACAP. And Marathon County is the top ginseng-growing county in the state, producing, again, 95% of Wisconsin's annual crop. But there are two barriers to get into that top trade market, which is in Asia. The first are tariffs, and the second is permits to ship to China. And another issue that's coming up is the competition with other countries that are coming in at that cheaper rate. In addition to finding other markets, the industry is also looking at expanding domestic markets through programs like Alice in Dairyland. The barrier that ginseng runs into in the United States is that herbal medicines are not a custom in American culture as it is overseas. And I know, Jill, you and I were talking earlier, what is ginseng good for? Well, ginseng, it can help, can help boost energy. It can lower blood sugar and cholesterol levels reduce stress, promote relaxation, treat diabetes, and more. Now, Dave Schumacher, who's the vice president of the Ginseng Board of Wisconsin, said, in quote, if we can improve what ginseng is good for, then people are more accustomed to trying it. So we will continue to work on the medical research side for that reason. Well, I think it's just always good to look for sometimes alternatives work just as well as the traditional stuff. Absolutely. I mean, and heck, I'm looking at this going, promote relaxation. I could use that. You could use that. I could use that. You're you a know. tense today. I am tense. <laughs> Reduce stress. That's good. 
you know, boost energy. I, I think I'm good there. <laughs> I think you're good there also. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to have some fun here on a Monday, but some interesting stuff there. So we'll be checking in with Dave Schumacher and seeing what we can find out on ginseng. But right now, we got to keep moving along. We're going to be hearing about ag tourism. We mentioned how how much tourism impacted Wisconsin, and now we're going to be hearing from Sheila Everhart on what that all includes. That's coming up next right here on WEX. WEX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Summertime in Wisconsin, that means vacations. Are we going to Door County? Are we going to Wisconsin Dells? Or are there other opportunities for vacations in Wisconsin? Sheila Everhart is with me, the Executive Director of the Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association. And I'm Bob Olsold at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Sheila, Door County, Wisconsin Dells, do we have other opportunities for some pretty neat vacations in Wisconsin? We absolutely do. Um, We love Door County, and we love Wisconsin Dells. Wisconsin also is home to agricultural tourism destinations. And you know, Bob, farmers really are great educators and storytellers, and they are willing to open their farms up for agricultural tourism experiences and opportunities for our consumers and our guests to learn where their food comes from. And this is an amazing time of year all year round because in the warmer weathers, um, people are holding outdoor celebrations and weddings and milestones on family farms and, and weddings, event venues. Um, in harvest time, we're picking apples and going to that pumpkin patch, walking through a corn maze. But winter also allows us to cut our own Christmas tree, take a sleigh ride through pastures, and to create um, decor for our homes like wreaths and porch pots. But agricultural tourism is a year-round opportunity for our consumers to learn about the great venues that Wisconsin has, our farms, the fact that Wisconsin is home to 64,100 farms. Our economy adds about $104.8 billion to uh, agriculture farms do that. But, you know... The rise of agricultural tourism has really taken off for several reasons. Um, First of all, the pandemic. When we were all quarantined, we were like, I want to get out of the house. I want to be not around people. I want to go out and enjoy pasture walks. I want to go into a wood setting. I want to see baby animals and goats. Um, So the pandemic really affected, and people wanted to get out in droves to an outdoor setting. And Sheila, the uh, pandemic was just a couple of years ago, basically, but agricultural tourism and the association has been around for 30 years now, celebrating its 30th anniversary. How did it get started, and who are some of the folks that brainstormed the fact that 
there's more money to be made from our farming operations than just selling milk or selling beef or selling vegetables. We can bring people out here. How'd this get started 30 years ago? It all started when a group of very forward-thinking farmers came together, and they were like, hmm, let's help the agricultural industry because commodity prices are so volatile, weather conditions affect the farmer every day. So a group of five people, uh, Donna Justin from Sparta, Wisconsin, Dave Camholtz from Judah, Wisconsin, which is Green County, and Judy Gillis from the Kadat area, who had Cabin Ridge rides, um, the group tours, weddings, and carriage rides, Kathleen Cahoon from the Amaro area, and Peggy Anderson, who is a member of the Potter family, Warren's Cranberry area, who the Potter family and Peggy, fifth generation cranberry farmer, really had a lot to do with our Warren's Cranberry Museum up in Warren's that is an amazing cranberry festival every year in Wisconsin. So these five individuals sat down around a table and said, agricultural tourism, people want to know what we're doing. We want to bring them to our rural communities. We want to teach them how their food is grown, how farms work, and let's write up some bylaws. Let's create a nonprofit organization so that we can boost agricultural tourism engagement and increase revenue for Wisconsin farm families. Now, that was 30 years ago. How big is the organization now, and how far-reaching is it around Wisconsin? And for folks that may be out there listening that have a farm that they think, well, our farm would be a good place to have visitors, how do they get involved in the Wisconsin Agritourism Association? By going to our website of wisconsinagtourism.com, wisconsinagtourism.com, at that landing page, you will be able to find a farm that you can go to and visit. Um, farmers can also find out about the organization, and we definitely invite farm families to join our organization because our mission is to expand agricultural tourism across the state but we are also in the middle of a marketing campaign love our egg wisconsin america's agricultural tourism destination we want to bring those visitors across the border and with them bring their visiting dollars to spend in Wisconsin and help our farm families. And Sheila, you mentioned uh, the fact that uh, it's expanding all the time over 30 years, and it is kind of a national model, our Wisconsin Ag Tourism Association, that's been recognized in other parts of the country, hasn't it? Absolutely, Bob. You know, the Smithsonian released an article last spring that said, Five agricultural tourism destinations to visit this summer, 
and Wisconsin was ranked right up there. No discussion. Wisconsin is complete without mentioning the dairy state and our cheesemakers, 1,200 cheesemakers, and come to Wisconsin to see all the great things that Wisconsin has to offer for diversified farm communities by Native American tribes, by our Amish, by agricultural tourism, farmers, cranberry bogs, maple syrup syrup producers, um, our Christmas tree producers, berry patches, apple orchards, vineyards. Wisconsin is known as the Napa Valley of the Midwest. And this is the 30th anniversary of the organization coming up uh, towards the end of July. There's going to be a celebration. What's that going to be about and where will that be held, Sheila? Well, we are in the planning stages for Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association's 30th birthday recognition. Um, It is being planned to be in the Madison Deerfield area. And one of the things, apart in addition to this birthday celebration and recognizing our founding farmers, we are also hosting a Lunch and Learn event for our current WADA members to talk about social media marketing. You know, Bob, the average farmer in Wisconsin is about 63 years old. Isn't that crazy, Jill? The average farmer in the state is 63 years old. Well, and I notice when I look around at these dairy breakfasts, they, you know, that's what you see is that age of of farmers around there. But I, I am a little encouraged, though, because it seems like when it gets to 8, 9 o'clock, well, 9, 10 o'clock, you get your families coming in. Yes, absolutely. You know, and speaking of age, I do have to tell you this fun story. So I keep looking at people, you know, in general, and someone says, well, how old do you think they are? And I keep thinking, like, oh, they're in their 50s. And here they're, like, in their late 60s or early 70s. And I think it's because I'm getting older, so then they keep looking younger. I don't know. And then I see, like, a 28-year-old, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're like a a baby. Yeah, well, and I also think, though, beyond uh, us aging, (laughs) um, they're more active. Yeah. I think people are more active longer, and I think that's changing their health. And it's I think it's changing just... You know, the activity level makes such a huge difference. Absolutely. Well, we got to keep moving along. We've got morning markets coming in soon. Rocky Olson, he'll be joining us next. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Rocky Olson is joining us now from Premier Livestock and Withy. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. So how was your weekend? Did you have a nice one? Good, good. Uh, like I say, sure, uh, nice uh cool air yesterday and uh we got lucky enough in our area that we had a beautiful rain here so happy for that excellent well it's a busy week i hear for you so catch us up what's going on at premiere uh thank you good morning everyone uh this uh, last week's market shaped up we had an extremely busy week uh we sold over four thousand head this last week uh markets were very strong fed cattle traded strong high choice and prime holstein steers 150 to 161 uh select low choice 138 to 149 choice beef steers and heifers traded up to a dollar 75 market cows high yielding from a dollar one to a dollar 26 many other cows 85 to a dollar market 
bulls high yielding from a dollar ten to a dollar thirty one organic market cows sold every Monday high yielding cows from one twenty five to one sixty newborn Holstein bull calves extremely strong mostly from two fifty to four hundred dollars on the Holsteins your beef cross calves mostly from three hundred to six ten special feeder cattle auction held here last Tuesday we sold seven hundred and eighty five head of feeder cattle most of the new crop beef calves brought a dollar eighty five to a dollar seventy five we sold some lightweights from 280 to 350 per pound. Holstein steers mostly $1.35 to 235. Bread beef cows sold mostly 14 to 2,000. Uh, seen a top on the bread cows at 24, and we sold cow calf pairs up to 2,800. This week, Wednesday's dairy cattle auction, we have three complete herd dispersals. Uh, it's also going to be our free ice cream sale. We'll have the ice cream truck right at the sale barn. Herd number one, we got 50 very high quality. Registered Holstein tie stall cows, 90 pound average, 4.3 butterfat, 150 cell count, official test. That herd's over 50 years of AI breeding. If you're looking for good tie stall herds, you probably won't find them any better. Herd number two, uh, we're going to have 20 complete dispersal, 25 hard to find registered Ayrshire cows. I've got a full catalogs already on our website on those registered Ayrshires. Herd number three, we got 45 Holstein and crossbred cows, 70 pounds average 110 cell count we also have 25 pro cross dry cows and springing heifers uh, plus some outstanding i mean outstanding holstein parlor freestall cows lots of loads of them uh, quality will be excellent like i said all the pictures all the details on those at premier livestock and auctions.com uh, don't forget this friday big farm machinery auction guys we're going to sell in three rings all day uh, we're going to start at 9 o'clock in the morning. Make sure you come early. Get an early parking spot, guys. It's going to be a big sale. Uh, we'll have food on site all day. All the online items are all now up. Uh, you can start pre-bidding on your items. Uh, the nice uh, thing about that, if you put a bid on the items, it will uh, let you know when those items are coming up for sale so you do not miss them. Uh, we will set sale order likely today, if not tomorrow morning. Uh, note there will be two rings, ring one and two for online. There will be one ring with tons and tons of items that will not be online, including uh, we got a full shop dispersal. All the items of the shop we're going to start with at uh, 9 o'clock a.m. There's something for everybody in there. Uh, please register in advance uh, if you do want to bid online uh, through equipmentfacts.com. Like I said, questions, call us. Uh, if you want to call and uh, inspect equipment, drive some tractors this week, make sure you come on over, check them out. We encourage pre, uh, pre-inspection, uh, 715-229-2500, and that's how things are shaping up at Premier. Excellent. Well, we'll catch you next time, Rocky. Thanks for the update. We'll see you this week. Have a great day. There Bye. he goes, Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock and Withy. And now it's that time in the morning to check in with our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike D'Andrea. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. And how was your weekend? Not so bad. It was uh, pretty uneventful. Had uh, enjoyed to see the rain. So. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that nice? Oh, it was beautiful. So what kind of rainfall totals did we see on Saturday and Saturday night? Eau Claire got a little over a half inch outside of our studio, and my house in Chippewa Falls got a little less than a half inch, so it was mostly around a half inch. And they had some flooding in Abbotsford Curtis, we were, that, we were told? Mm-hmm. That is, uh, well, there was a little bit there, yeah, but it was when you have the heavier rates of rainfall in the the ground is very dry. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, for us today, we may have just some uh, scattered showers from time to time as we find ourselves on the backside of a low and temperatures mostly into the mid-70s. We'll have some intervals of clouds and sun prior to that into the morning and early afternoon. A few clouds hang out tonight with a few chances at a spotty shower dipping into the mid-50s. And then we have another dry pattern setting in for uh, most of the week. Partly sunny tomorrow into the low to mid-80s and getting into the upper 80s with more sunshine on Wednesday and Thursday. Friday brings us a chance at a few showers and storms, effectively cooling us off into the low 80s for Saturday. And then Sunday brings us a bit more sunshine with highs back into the mid-80s. Right now, a bit of a cool start to the morning with a temperature of 45 degrees in Eau Claire. Ooh, it's a little chilly this morning. Yeah, Black River Falls is at 28, so it's just downright cold there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no kidding. Now, I've got a quick joke for you. Sure. Why did the police arrest the turkey? Oh, boy. Uh, not quite sure. They suspected it of foul play. <laughs> wow, that was a foul joke. Oh, come on. That was a good one. It was. I'll give you that. <laughs> You're going to use it again. I know you will. Oh, you bet I will. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, thanks so much for the update, and we will catch you later. You bet. Have a good one. There he goes. Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike D'Andrea with us this morning. And your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. There's new 2023 Subaru Accents now available at ChilsonMotors.com. And that's the weather on Wax 104.5. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're 20 minutes before the 6 o'clock hour, and it's time to check in with Miss Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom. Good morning, Morgan, and catch us up. What's going on in the news today? Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today as we plug back into a new week and update from a deadly crash that began with a wrong way driver on I-94. 715 Newsroom coverage with John DeMaster. It happened just after midnight yesterday on I-94 near Menominee. The state patrol says a 33-year-old Leclerc man was driving the wrong way on 94 when another car hit him head on. The 33-year-old man was killed. A 27-year-old woman and two boys, ages 6 and 8, were also seriously injured. The driver of the other car was taken to the local hospital for minor injuries. The Dunn County Sheriff's Office and State Patrol are both investigating that crash. I'm John DeMaster. In Chippewa, no one's saying exactly what caused an apartment fire on Saturday, but we can tell you crews rushed to a building on West Elm Street just about uh, after 6 a.m. Saturday. Crews said both flames and smoke were coming from the building. Now everybody inside was able to make it out okay. No one hurt, although investigators are now looking for what started that fire. When it comes to 911 calls, there are a lot of mistakes in Marathon County, but the advice stretches across Wisconsin. Many of the calls that the sheriff in Wausau says were 911 calls coming in were accidental. In fact, 113 accidental 911 calls on Saturday alone. Now, many of those are blamed on phones that automatically dial 911 if a power button is pushed too many times or maybe somebody swipes the screen too many times. Sheriff's offices across the state say they're seeing similar accidental calls. Now, you can avoid that by uh, checking your phone's emergency settings. Sometimes when phones do updates, either Apple or Android phones, they'll kind of get this glitch and then you can check that settings and see where yours are at for the emergency setting. In other headlines, we look to the political state. Maybe it'll be a three-term Tony. Governor Evers joking about a run during a third term at the Wisconsin's Democrats convention over the weekend. And uh, when it comes to the other side of the aisle, the Republican convention happens this weekend in La Crosse. Well, you may have noticed if you were at the pump, there's another plump. Gas prices trending back up. AAA says the statewide average here in our state is $3.56 a gallon. I know we saw three fifty-five driving in, so it seems to be on the uptick again. And a hero's arm and a hero's pitch. Milwaukee's hero school bus driver got a 
standing ovation. I mean, Nick Williams, who also threw out the first pitch for the Brewers over the weekend. She was a school bus driver from the Milwaukee area who pulled 37 kids off her bus earlier this month just before it burst into flames. Williams said she was just doing her job and all the kiddos on board were okay. And how about driving that bus back to the barn where the chores always have to get done with Kristen Smith, Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got to get to those morning markets. We've got Jim Lindsay at the Equity Altoona Barn on with us now. Good morning, Jim, and catch us up. How was the sale on Friday? Three to six hundred pound beef steers, dollar sixty to two seventy. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, dollar fifty to two seventy. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, dollar fifty to two thirty seven. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, dollar forty five to two ten. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, dollar thirty to a dollar eighty four. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, a dollar twenty to a dollar sixty four. Our next special feeder sale will be Friday, June twenty third, starting at noon. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at seven one five. 835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock at Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much. And now we're going to bring in Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, and a good morning to you. And, uh, well, I see this morning you got your sweatshirt on and heavier sweaters and everything, huh? It was cold this morning. When I got in my car, it was 36 degrees. Wow. It was well, cold. you know, um, your husband's probably not listening yet, is he? Or? Oh, no. He's, you know, probably still sleeping in because I take good care of my man. Well, I know, but he should get up in the morning and start your car up and warm it up for you, you know. <laughs> I got remote start. <laughs> oh, so I, I just see, push but... the button from the house and it's beep, beep, and then it turns on. Sure. No, that but is seriously, nice. it's a, yeah, it is chilly, 40, uh, 42, 43 degrees over here, but... Uh, uh, we went to the dairy breakfast yesterday over at Edgar, and boy, what a, just want to salute the uh, F of A over there and the alumni. Just a great job. A little chilly, but a lot of people, and uh, didn't uh, didn't damper the enthusiasm and the great food. So they had a good turnout. So just uh, always looking forward. Now we got to uh, get the schedule going for next week here, where we can go and get uh, get and talk to the folks and get some good food. Oh yeah, Jill and Bob will fill you in as the weekend gets closer. Otherwise, yeah. everyone will be going out for pancakes now. So we got to wait yeah. until it gets closer. Yeah, well, and also, uh, before we just get to the sales schedule here this week at Stratford, uh, in this part of the world where I'm uh, sitting here this morning, we were so thankful for that beautiful one inch of rain that we received on Saturday. So it just uh, a billion-dollar rain, I guess. Is the oh, only yeah. Way can say. That was yep. good rain. Well, Jerry, it's a busy morning. Catch us up. What's going on at the Equity Stratford Barn? I'll certainly do that. Chris and I, again, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. We've got a busy week on tap again here at Stratford uh, after a very busy marketing week last week. First of all, this morning, we'll get started right away this morning at 10 o'clock. Overnight delivered cattle will be sold first, and cars are full marketing day today, including cow cows, uh, fed cattle, and market bulls. That'll all be this morning, and we'll get into the baby calves around 1130, uh, finish up with the market cattle this afternoon. And again, uh, uh, you folks can check out on the website. Prices have been very good, so we won't go through all that uh, 
last week's market, and we'll update that tomorrow, of course. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a busy day again. Tomorrow, Tuesday here at Stratford, we start at 10 o'clock with the hay and bedding auction. 11 o'clock will be the dairy auction. Folks, we do have a real nice herd of cows for that sale tomorrow. I know everybody's busy, but if you're looking for some cows, uh, replacement cows, complete herd dispersal tomorrow here in Stratford. 110 Holstein dairy cows and the springing heifers. Herd is all uh, bull bred, powder milk, uh, freestyle housed, TMR fed, cows out on a monthly herd health check, and again, uh, information on each cow day of sale tomorrow, of course. So again, there will be cows in this herd for everybody's budget. And again, the full herd dispersal tomorrow. Again, that will be at 11 o'clock here at Stratford. Uh, we will follow that with the market auction tomorrow, and we do sell organic cattle also on Tuesday, including uh, not only organic cows, but organic Steers, heifers, bulls, whatever you have that is organic. That market, of course, has been very, very strong. And, of course, we'll get to the conventional market cattle uh, after the organics. On Wednesday, another busy day. Start uh, Wednesday morning with full marketing day, of course, with uh, featuring fed cattle. Most of our fed cattle are sold on Wednesday. Also, sheep, hog, and goats. And uh, feeder cattle sale is at 12 30. do want to mention one week from this week, uh, which will be on Wednesday, June 21st, we do have our special uh, beef breeding bull sale, and we've got, uh, we're taking consignments, so we've got uh, bulls on the consignment list already, so folks, if you got bulls to consign, uh, let us know, put them on the list for you, good, a good opportunity to buy some good quality bulls just right in time for uh, the cal- for the breeding season, the calving season next year. So, again, that will be next week, not this week, but that will be next week, June 21st. And then, of course, our Thursday auction does start at 11. So, again, like I said, a lot of stuff going on. If you've got cattle consigning, other concerns or questions on livestock, 687-4101 is our phone number. Always happy to hear from the folks. And like I said, we'll be back here tomorrow morning to update the markets. And like I say, uh, every morning now, there's so much road construction every part of the world. So uh, these folks are out there working. Be careful and respect them. And I was driving around over the weekend. I mean, of course, there wasn't just a whole lot going over the weekend. But, boy, you see in these work zones, these people, you know, the Indianapolis 500 is over, folks. You know, just uh, use some common sense, all right? Yep, we got to be careful on our roads. Well, Jerry, thanks so much for the equity livestock update, and we'll catch you tomorrow. All right, and stay warm and uh, high. What did I miss? I wasn't listening to the weather guy before. What are we expecting for a high today? High of 74. Oh, that'll make the grass grow and the garden grow. So oh, and the corn and beans. A, yep, you girls have a nice day, and we'll talk to Big Bob tomorrow morning. Sounds good. Catch you later. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Barn. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl with Dan Undersander, our state forward specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Not the football Super Bowl, but the World Dairy Expo Forage Analysis Super Bowl. And Dan, I know you were involved with that for so many years and worked hard to grow that program. And we're talking about it because entries are due right about now. But it is a really beneficial and it's quite an eye-opening program, isn't it? That's right, Bob, but it's always one that attracts a lot of attention, both nationally and internationally. Uh, When you go to World Dairy Expo and walk by the displays, there are always people looking at the samples and and trying to uh, figure out uh, what caused some to be winners and, and not others. A lot of company reps will help the farmers submit but we would encourage farmers to consider submitting their own or work with their company rep 
Remember that the award for being champion is $2,500, so it is a little bit that you can think of. Uh, a first-time entrant, if there's a champion, can uh, get an extra couple thousand dollars. So uh, there is some significant prize money involved. Now, the corn silage is last year's corn because uh, we can't get the silage harvested and fermented early enough for the October World Dairy Expo. So corn silage would be from 2022. Uh, you can look at what you have in your tubes or bunkers, and if you have something that tests really good, uh, it might be worthwhile submitting it and, and seeing how it does in the World's Forage Super Bowl. The uh, hay and haylage samples can be harvested uh, basically through the end of summer and submitted, uh, I believe, in August. And so there is opportunity to uh, see what your uh, quality of your upcoming harvests are looking like and to think about submitting one. Uh, in the case of haylages, we generally require at least a gallon of silage. For hay, we want a few pounds just to make sure that we have an actual bale slab uh, rather than something that was harvested and uh, treated very special. We do try to look at uh, quality, but we also uh, look at uh, things that were harvested with normal production practices, raked and baled or chopped and fermented, depending on the feedstuff. So do think about it. Uh, again, the, the champion award is $2,500 in eight different categories. Uh, the first time entered award uh, champion is 2000 so it, it is enough to uh, consider participating in. And if you think you have some good uh, forage, we'd encourage you to submit the sample. And again, those samples outside of the corn silage are due about the middle of August. Corn silage due by about July 12th. And again, we've had a lot of winners from our area, too, that's taken home some pretty nice checks. So think about getting your entries into the World Forage Analysis Super Bowl at World Dairy Expo. With Dan Undersander on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, I'm Bob Bosold. Thanks so much, Bob. And we're going to take a look at our markets one last time for the morning. Switching over to the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got December corn up nine cents at five forty. December oats down a nickel at three fifty nine. November beans were up a nickel at twelve ten. December soybean meal was up two dollars and ninety cents a ton to three sixty nine fifty a ton. December wheat down a penny at six fifty six. Switching over to those country elevators, we've got Golden Pump in Arcadia, six eleven for corn. Baldwin's at five seventy two for corn, thirteen twenty eight for beans. Wheat and grain in Connorsville and in Chippewa, five eighty four for corn, thirteen thirty nine for beans. Durand is at five seventy two and thirteen twenty two. Mondovi and Elmwood, five seventy six for corn, thirteen twenty eight for beans. Fall Creek is at five sixty three and twelve ninety seven. Osseo's at five eighty nine and thirteen twenty eight. Northside and Loyal's at six oh one and thirteen forty six. Northside and Arcadia, six oh nine for corn, thirteen fifty one for beans. Elk Mount is at five ninety and thirteen forty. Sparta's at five ninety eight and thirteen twenty. Ellsworth is at 565 and 1288. And your ethanol plants, the area. Boyceville's at 599. Stanley, 594. New Richmond, 584. And to the dairy side, barrel cheese unchanged at $1.57. Your blocks were down a nickel at $1.42 and a quarter. Double A grade butter up down three quarters of a cent to 236 and a quarter. 
And your Class 3 futures for June down 4 at 1511. July down a dime at 1597. August down 16 cents to 1692. September unchanged at 1779. October was up a nickel at 1830. And the markets were mixed into 2024. We're about 43 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. Looking at a mix of clouds today with a high of 74 and a slight chance of rain. We've got Alex Edwards coming in next with the morning show. As proud supporters of the dairy industry, Compure Financial sends a special thank you to dairy producers during June Dairy Month. Compure recognizes the dedication it takes to produce safe and nutritious dairy products for our nation and the world. Which is why at Compure Financial, they're defined by you, your hopes for the future, as well as your needs today. Visit Compure.com or call 844-426-6733 to learn more. Compure Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. Congress is preparing to pass a farm bill this year, and we need to take action. Consumers are paying record high prices at the grocery store, but farmers and ranchers earn less of the food dollar while multinational corporations rake in massive profits. That's why Farmers Union is fighting for a farm bill that promotes fair markets and protects our food security. Learn more and join the fight at fairnessforfarmers.org. Paid for by National Farmers Union. Hey, it's a Gouda time to start shopping for all your favorite cheeses. So stop in at House of Gouda located in Eau Claire. Come in and celebrate June Dairy Month at House of Gouda. Now open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Also buy tickets from Marika Gouda and Penderman Farms 2023 Farm Festival on Saturday, July 8th. Local vendors, beanbag tournament, pedal car race, beer tent, food, dunk tank, bouncy house, live music, and more. Hey, shop for those award-winning cheeses, wines, chocolates, and Dutch flair items, too. When you visit House of Gouda in Eau Claire and shop online at marikaguda.com RV service appointments now available at chilsonrv.com You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report available at waxradio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you